अथ बचित्र नाटक ग्रंथ लिखते तव प्रसाद श्री मुखवाक पातशाही दसवीं दोहरा नमस्कार श्री खड़ग को करो सोहित चितलाए पूरन करो ग्रंथ ए तुम करो सहाय त्रिभंगी चंद श्री काल जी की उस्तत खग खंड बेहंडंग खलदल खंडंग अतरन मंडंग बरबंडंग बुज दंड अखंडंग तेज प्रचंडंग ज्योत अमंडंग भान प्रभंग सुख संता करनंग दुर्मत दरनंग किल बिक हरनंग असरनं जय जय जग कारन शिष्ट उपारन मम्रत पारन जयते गंग Sirmor As the guru had done in Anandpur an education center was started in Sirmor In addition to Punjabi Hindi and Farsi Guru Gobind Rai wanted some of his Sikhs to learn Sanskrit He selected 5 intelligent young men and sent them to a pandit who worked for him named Raghunath Raghunath was a Brahmin but the five selected six were not Raghunath rejected the guru's directive being unwilling to transgress the rule that sanskrit should only be taught to brahmins undeterred guru gobind rai addressed his five six in saffron and sent them to the city of banaras in disguise they were instructed to learn sanskrit and subsequently teach it to others These 5-6 became the first of the Nirmala order and established a center in Banaras named Chetan Math. The turning of the Pahari Rajas. As mentioned earlier, Raja Fateh Shah's daughter was betrothed to Ajmer Chand, who was the son of Raja Bhim Chand. Raja Bhim Chand had been turned against the Guru by Pamma Purohit. Raja Fateh Shah remained a devoted follower of Guru Gobind Rai and invited him to the wedding of his daughter. The Guru did not want to cause any friction between the families of the bride and groom and therefore refused. Instead, he sent some brahmins under his employ with expensive gifts. They were accompanied by a few well-armed warriors. Raja Fateh Shah received Guru Gobind Singh's brahmins and Sikhs warmly. and accepted the gifts for his daughter after the completion of the wedding raja bhim chand was informed of the fact that guru gobind singh had sent two brahmins and some six to the wedding who were all currently at a camp outside of the city enraged he demanded that raja fateh shah return the gifts and turn against the guru when raja fateh shah refused raja bhim chand threatened to abandon his daughter-in-law fearing the consequences of this raja fateh shah gave in the two brahmans dayaram prohit and divan nandachand realized that the mood had turned against them they set off for pounta sahib with the armed six and informed guru gobind singh of the turning of raja fateh shah it was time to prepare for war 
the Rajas began plotting to weaken Guru Gobind Rai's forces. They used their ministers to send a message to the Pakhtun mercenaries in the Guru's army that they would pay defectors heavily. Four hundred of the Pakhtun men defected to the side of the Rajas. Kaula Khan and his retinue of a hundred men were the only ones to remain loyal, staying in the Guru's army. Garwal, 1687 The group of people known in Sikh history as the Pahardi Raji, or Mountain Kings, ruled over several small kingdoms. Among these were the kingdoms of Chamba, Suket, Mandi, Garwal, Kahilur, and a few others. Of these, the largest and most powerful was the state of Kahilur, ruled by Raja Bhimchand. The rulers got together at Garwal in early 1687. Raja Bhimchand was able to coerce virtually all of them to join his cause and raise an army against the Guru, using a combination of persuasion and threat. Raja Medni Prakash remained loyal to the Guru and did not join their ranks. War Bhangani Gaon, a few miles away from Ponta Sahib. April 1687 The two armies met on the battlefield in the month of April. Guru Gobind Singh's army was bolstered by the forces of his paternal aunt, Bibi Viroji, under the command of her five sons. In addition, Pir Budhusha, upon hearing of the disloyalty of the Pakhtun mercenaries, took a few hundred of his followers to join the fight. As the army of the Pahari Rajas approached the battlefield, Guru Gobind Rai commanded his men to start playing the great battle drum known as the Ranjit Nagara. The sound of the drum drove fear into the hearts of the approaching army. One of the Guru's men, Sangosha, commanded a force of 2,000 men, each of whom were armed with muskets. As the army of the kings came within range, they were rocked by gunfire from Sangosha's battalion. A fierce battle ensued between the two armies, during which several brave warriors were martyred. The tide of battle was turned in the Guru's favor when one of his disciples, Bhairamaji, arrived on the scene. A humble woodworker by trade, Bhairamaji arrived with two hand-fashioned wooden cannons, which were used to great effect by the Guru's army. A key warrior in the army of the Pahari Rajas was the turncoat Pakhtun mercenary Hayat Khan. After slaughtering several of the Guru's Sikhs, he came face to face with an Udasi Sant named Kripal Chand. Kripal Chand was armed with just a staff, but was skilled enough with it to break the defenses of Hayat Khan. Hayat Khan ultimately succumbed to a blow to the head, poetically described by the Guru himself in the following verse. Kripal ko piyankut ko sambhari Hati khan hayat kaisi sajhari Uti chicha ichang kada meda jorang Manoma khanang matki khan haforang in the verse, Guru Gobind Singh compares the cracking of Hayat Khan's head by Kripal Chand to a pot of butter being broken by a young Krishna.
The sight of Hayat Khan's splattered head gave the Sikhs a boost of confidence, and they were able to rout the remaining force of Pakhtuns. At this point, Raja Gajichand, a fearsome warrior on the side of the Pahari Rajas, attacked the Sikh army with his men. After inflicting several casualties on the Guru's army, he was finally killed by an expertly aimed arrow shot by Sango Shah. At the sight of the dead Gaji Chand, Najabat Khan, an expert swordsman, engaged Sango Shah in combat. The two men were evenly matched, and ultimately both of them inflicted fatal blows on each other. When Guru Gobind Singh was overseeing the field of battle, Raja Harichand attacked him with a flurry of arrows. One of the arrows skirted the tip of the Guru's ear, while another one was stopped by his chain mail armor. The Guru returned fire, and Harichand was killed by one of his arrows. The momentum of battle was now firmly on the side of the Sikh army. It wasn't long before the army of the Pahari Rajas had to beat a hasty retreat, leaving behind a large cache of weapons and other war-making material. The first of many battles that Guru Gobind Singh and his Sikhs would face had come to an end. Elated and confident, the army now made their way back home to Anandpur. Rasaval Chand Jabeban Lagyo Tabero Sajagyo Karangle Kamanang Hanang Banatanang Sabhebira Dhai Sarogang Chalai Tabetak Banang Hanyo Ek Juanang Harichand Mare Sujodha Latare Sakarod Royang Vahe Kalaghayang Ranantyaga Bhage Sabetrasapage Bhaiji Tameri Kripaka Lakeri Ranangjita Ae Jayangita Gae Dhanangdhara Barke Sabhemura Harke Dohera Judajita Ae Jabe Tike Natinapur Pava Kahlur me bandhiyo Ana anandpur gav Hamri karo haat de racha Puran hoye chit ki acha Tav charnan man rahe hamara Apna jaan karo pratpara Hamre dosht sabhe tum gav ho आप हाथ दे मोहे बचाव हो सुखी बसे मोरो परिवारा सेवक सिख सबह करतारा मोर अच्छा निज कर दे करिए सब वेरन को आज संघरिए पूरन होए हमारी आसा तौर भजन की रहे पियासा तो मैं छाड़ कोई अबर न जो बर सो तुम ते पाऊं सेवक सिख हमारे तारिया है 
चुन चुन सत्र हमारे मारिय है आप हाथ दे मुझे उबरिय मरण काल का त्रास निवरिय